Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. It's Friday and I know you love your week to go really fast, Mr. T, because then it's Friday again and you get to hang out with your girl Friday, me. Whoop, whoop. I'm, I'm actually doing that thing with my arms, you know, as if I'm trying to press up the ceiling. Whoop, whoop. Or actually try to escape the room going, I can't open the door. Well, I'm actually trying to open the window at the moment and climb out the Jump escape ladder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. escape ladder. Um, um, actually, I thought today was Thursday, you know, it's... Uh, it's thirsty work, you know, doing this, you know, even though kind of the thirst quenching drink that I have these days now is um is all non-alcoholic. Did you know? Oh, you're super healthy, you know? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You don't live in my house. I have three kids, you know, by Friday, it's like where 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 <laughs> beyond the bleach. No, we wouldn't. Um oh, but anyway, so I have to say, <laughs> I was like, God, that you're you're really good, you know. Um, but just to let you know, the reason why I came up with that, uh, use that phrase, Girl Friday, it means a woman who does many different jobs. Maybe you should champion Boy Friday. Actually, just when I'm thinking about it, there isn't any kind of Boy Friday phrase, is there? No. no there is a Man Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, actually, that means, I think, uh, a male personal assistant or servant. What are you saying, Emer? <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> well, you don't serve much else on this this show, but anyway. I serve laughter and mirth and merriment. You know, <laughs> you I, I, let, me look, let me look at my title. Yes, it says co-hosts of the radio show. Oh, not, right. Not personal assistants <laughs> to the host. Virtual assistant. Um, mm. So anyway, especially one who is particularly compl- uh, competent. You were going to say loyal. compliant, weren't you? <laughs> you were. You are going to say compliant. My braces. That's my braces. And who does things like, I can't believe I'm saying this, social media jokes, content. Yeah. yeah so. Well, listen, you know, someone has to bring the joy, the the laughter, the mirth, the merriment, the brightness to the show, you know, and why not? Why you got not? a dictionary there. Sorry? Have you got a dictionary beside you with all these words? I know it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty you know? um, it's pretty all encompassing, you know. But hey, what can I say? Well, you know, um, you need to you know be careful with the way you word things because our guest is exceptionally good at editing. Oh right. Yeah. Well, speaking of editing, I did come across an app that mm-hmm. um, if you are on Instagram, because Instagram is a channel in particular that I've started to get even more into as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the bugbears for a lot of people on Instagram is that you can't put spaces in your captions. Um, yes. And I've come across a great free mobile app. Um, it's definitely on iOS. I think it's probably on Android and it's called mm-hmm. Spacey. S-P-A-C-I-E. That fits with you. Absolutely. I'm up in the clouds, Emer, you know. Space <laughs> <laughs> But no, what's great about this app is that you can create your Instagram caption in mm-hmm. Spacey with all your hashtags, space it out with the paragraphs, and then you just hit copy and then go over mm-hmm. to your Instagram app and it will paste it exactly the way you want it. Um, so ah. there you go. There's a cool tip for you. Oh, so you're worth talking to you on a Friday night. I am indeed. I am mm. indeed. But the other reason why you love to talk to me on a Friday is, of course, the digital giggle of the episode. I didn't say listen, I said talk to. Right, Okay. Well, okay. I'm, I'm going to make you listen to it. All right. Go on. And I, in, in your honour, Emer, because I know you love to always kind of drop the um, the baking references into mm-hmm. the show and how you bake a cake and you sort of align that with your, your Facebook optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I'd give you a, a, a joke that I think is perfect for you. Okay. So, go so for it. There we go. <laughs> Why couldn't the marketer sell her baking equipment? Mm, I don't know. Because she had a leaky funnel. Oh. Yes, I know, yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> gonna go stick my I'm sticking my head in the oven after that. Um, or the blender, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah, I might put you in the blender. Um anyway, all I have to say is if you find today's social media joke anyway engaging. 
Oh, you did. I hear tumbleweed. Um, and we'd love more of them. You're in luck. Yes, I said luck. You can catch Philip's previous jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify and the Dublin South FM website. But then, as I always say, it's speed through the first three minutes and you'll be grand. Listen, those jokes are gold. You know, if you've got a if you've got a if you've got a wedding best man speech, if you have a hen night speech, those jokes are the, gonna meet you a legend. Yeah, and then there could be a divorce the next day. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um so anyway, cut to the chase and let's edit on through. Um so today we are joined by someone who is an expert, my Philip, in the written word. Okay. Right. Okay. And uh he might like to edit someone's content around here, but we won't go there. Um, we have with us John Kennedy, editor of Think Business, powered by Bank of Ireland, which is the number one reference site for startups and SMEs in Ireland. I don't think they have a social media joke section. Um, be doing think, one now. They might actually, yeah. <laughs> um, think Business has all you need to know about starting, running and growing your business. I think I need to be reading more on it. Um, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I'm amazed at uh, how much John actually does because he does look after all of that. And with mm-hmm. an editorial background in communications, tech, manufacturing and business and finance, he certainly has his finger on what's happening in the world of business. And from templates and tools to guides and checklists, thinkbusiness.e supports your every step in business. And if you want to start and grow a business, then head over to a Think Business to get the latest. So without further ado, and hopefully you're still here after that awful joke, John mm. Kennedy, welcome to Let's Get Social. Hey guys, nice to be here. Um, I, I forgive, I forgive you for that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what did you think of our social media? The, the funnel, the funnel <laughs> reference is something I, I, I honestly, even I, up to about a year ago, uh, it was something you came across in paragraphs of text, and then after I left the SME world, it went into the banking world, where I currently mm-hmm. am. Um, you know, everything you hear this term, the funnel, the funnel, the funnel, and yeah, it's 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 still something I'm still trying to get my head around in terms of what that actually means in actionable ways or in actionable sense, but. Yes, uh, I did laugh. <laughs> Sorry. Good, John. You see, it's one of us see, did. No, no, no. You see, it it, it gets to you. You know, you just have to embrace mm. it. You know, yeah. That's the wind. I think of it as the journey to the sale. That's <laughs> exactly, and that's why she couldn't sell the equipment. You know, because her sales funnel was leaky. See, John understands this process. You know. Wish I did. If you, if you told me that joke two years ago, I wouldn't have, but I do. Yeah, I know. Oh, so okay. you, you made the pivot. Now you understand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pivots and pivots and also, also a term that I find quite interesting to put in a headline. But, no, don't uh, start. Don't say that, John, yeah. because this is your favourite word, pivot. Yeah, I just have images of people pivoting around the place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's about the height of what I'd be doing now, to be honest, on my chair, you know, as I'm trying Mm. to find a new joke for the show. Not really. Uh, I I put put pivot in there where it's uh, circling back. Um, yeah, I just, I just when people say I'll circle back to you, I just have images of people doing <laughs> painful acrobatics just to get back to me, and that's a, yeah. that's a bit of an ask. <laughs> I know, I know. We have to kick on. Although I will drop one other great word, which I'm sure I knew, across. I knew he was going to throw it in. Go um, on. And this will be sort of how this interview is going to go between the three of us. We're going to have real synergy, won't we, John? Synergy. Oh, synergy, synergy, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> synergistic, uh, synergistic, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that 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 could be, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a great word for a drinking game, really. Um, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to yeah. see you after this, John. I'll meet you yeah. for one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Synergistic yeah. by the end yeah, of this, yeah. 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 I understand. But John, listen, it is great to have you with us because you know you will have had um, a wealth of, I suppose, exposure to lots of different industries, and mm. um, obviously <clears> with the type of content that you're doing with a, um, with everything that kind of is, is going on and social is ever-changing, ever-moving. Um, is there, I suppose, as someone who is very much kind of really in the in the whole bubble of, of this kind of this new kind of media and where we're going, you know, is there things that are exciting that you see happening out there at the moment that are intriguing um, for you? Yeah, I, I kind of grew up with social media from the point of view. Well, it's a I've, I've been I've been a journalist for nearly thirty years, and yeah. <clears throat> um, the social media aspect has only been a reality for the last fifteen. Mm. So half of my career, I would say, I was in the world of magazines and print and yeah. that world, and then the other half has kind of very much everything I do uh, personally when I write a story, I publish it. Uh, a key part of the distribution of the story involves the tools like LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, uh, whatever you can use basically to get the word out there really. Yeah. And 
you know, that, it's quite interesting. But, uh, you know, as a, as a medium, uh, I'm kind of past the Kool-Aid phase and kind of more into the kind of like the practical usage phase. And so, you know, it's a means to an end now. Uh, I, I used to think it was magical and, and amazing and it was amazing. I think I think I had my first sense of how magical social media was probably uh, in the early days of YouTube, actually, when... Mm. I was watching the initial original creators creating a nice following and an audience around themselves. I'm kind of feeling Mm -hmm. you're watching something and you're connected and we're all in this together kind of feeling. And it was like the early days of Bebo and a long gone, a long gone um, social media platform. Um, Yeah, Bebo. (laughs) I was never on Bebo. And then MySpace. Do you remember MySpace? Yeah. I was never on it. Yeah, never on it. I was never on either of them because I was was a little older for Bebo. So it would have been wrong. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought. But the, the world of Facebook and Twitter Twitter and LinkedIn are pretty much the doyens of our time and still are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I look at interest on things like Clubhouse and uh, I love I love Instagram, actually. I think Instagram, Instagram is probably, if you ask me, it's probably the one remaining true social network we probably have left from the point mm-hmm. of view of sticking to its kind of core function. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, TikTok is interesting, uh, but it seems to be, when, I, when I've seen the same joke going around three or four times by different people, and uh, I can see people building an audience and that's what they're right to do. I see influence mm-hmm. coming up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I see there's an interesting way to get perhaps news at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I watch these things with interest. Um, uh, but I think social media, as we knew it, I think we're past the magic phase and kind of more into the fact that it's it's now ingrained in our lives uh, one yeah. way or another. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like the joke, you know, there are three things you can't avoid now, and I say is death, taxes, and social media. Oh my god, yeah. And then that's <laughs> the thing. What happens what happens when you pass away? Because there's another one, because if you have all these digital treads out there and mm. you know, I, I still I I've I've I, I know p- people I've known have passed and I've st- I still get messages on their birthday or something, and you kind of wish them happy birthday and you go like, ah, you know, it's yeah. also the moment to kind of say, well, we're thinking of you wherever you are. Mm-hmm. But but there's so much that's to be unpicked in our lives. I mean, it's, it's not mm-hmm. just social media, it's direct debits, all those kind of things that you your whole life now is this one complicated bundle of stuff uh, yeah. that seems easy to sign up to, but very hard to sign away from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like so much, as Philip and I would say, noise out there and it's trying to sort of get you to sort of you can't be in everything and trying to keep up to date with things can be a bit of a challenge um and like you guys uh on think business always have great resources and articles um what would be popular with your audience do you see Um, more and more at the moment, I'm finding a lot of people are interested in human resource issues because they're still trying to get their heads around how the hell they're going to get back to work the way they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of people have adjusted this new environment. I think we were joking earlier on before this call came on, mm-hmm. and that we were saying that um, you know almost you're nearly afraid to go back to the way things were because you're kind of so used to this this mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the thing. A lot of companies are people are reading about that kind of stuff. What 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 does human resources look like? What does legal you know all those different things? And I think I think as much as that, then obviously the the obvious big one is e-commerce and how to sell Mm -hmm. and how to digitally transform because Mm -hmm. whether you liked it or not, you're digitally transformed. Um, If -hmm. your company hasn't made remote working a right, uh, you know, it's only a matter of time before your employees will demand it because they're seeing everyone Mm -hmm. else begin to work that way. Mm -hmm. When people go back, will they go back the way it was? I have a feeling it will be a bit of both. I think some people can't wait to get the troops back into the office and have them, Mm -hmm. you know, that's fine from the point of view of the managing director though. Um, You know, the staff may have a different idea and they may say, well, actually I liked being able to get, I liked being able to think and get a job done without having to sit in the traffic or go up and waste time commuting. Uh, So I think both the things of human resources and e-commerce are, well, digital commerce is the term these days, Mm -hmm. are are, are the things I think people are currently most interested in because um, they, they, it's, it's reality. It's where they're at you know mm-hmm. your business has had to shut its doors you've had yeah. to find a way to sink or swim so you've had to get yeah. to grips with omnichannel and, and that kind of thing and then also you're in the middle of it now and where where you're going to have you know what what does what does your business look like will you even need to have a premises in the future and if you do you know what do you expect my personal view on it is you know i think people will want hybrid Mm-hmm. and they want to come in and I think if you come into your office and you do the exact same thing you do at home and turn on your computer and try to mm-hmm. work the way you do at home you're wasting the whole point of it and uh, mm-hmm. really really you should only really be coming into the office to collaborate meet customers share ideas uh, the laptop should be maybe a cursory glance at your email but really you shouldn't you shouldn't be looking at, at the idea of the workplace as the same place I mean mm-hmm. work is what you do not where you go anymore yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's very true because I know like there has been research that has come out that has almost kind of shown that the productivity of of people that are working from home 
especially mm. during COVID, has exponentially increased. Now, obviously, and I, I'm I'm mm. sure... I'm, probably, I'm a case in point. I, I've never been more productive as a result yeah, of working from home because home, yeah. I used to lose two hours, two to three hours a day just trying to get into the office. You get into the office, then you go to meetings, and then by the time yeah. you eventually settle down to do any work, you have to go to mm-hmm. another meeting or write an email mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're not really getting work done. Work yeah. is, no. is the output, really. And, yeah. you know, meetings are nice, but meetings aren't going to produce what you need. But at the same time, they will obviously mm. help you form your ideas all that kind of thing but yeah, yeah. so i think we ha- we're, we're in the middle of a massive rethink i mean i, I think mm. even the idea of an office was something that was created by the uh, uh, east india company in the 17th century india mm. um and the idea of call centers were the original call centers were that kind of idea but the 20th century idea of of entire floors of people all wearing the same kind of clothes and turning up at nine to five i think that's kind of gone yeah I agree, definitely. Like, I think there's an interesting facet as well that COVID has brought about, which would be my personal opinion with the whole, I suppose, element of of e-commerce, but even how Zoom has suddenly like become Mm. this kind of must-have tool, Mm -hmm. is that I think more and more businesses now have suddenly realized the, the benefit, but also the, I suppose, the requirement of their customers to still be present from a digital perspective, bring forward that human brand element. Um, online to try and recreate somewhat maybe the the ability of being in the shop and having a chat, but bringing that into a digital sense because people want that. Yeah, I, I saw some research this morning that said that actually companies that because of the last year of living online, uh, Generation Z, those kids under 24, mm-hmm. are basically going to expect, they, 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 don't, they don't feel the need for real world shopping anymore in the sense mm-hmm. that, yeah. Of course, of course, they do. They probably do. I do look forward to pennies reopening um, mm-hmm. for their socks and jocks. But basically, yeah. the the um, the reality is, unless your business can somehow meet that audience in a digital and meaningful way, in a way that complements what you do, so I do. I do think you still will need your your bricks and mortar premises. I think I still personally, me, uh, maybe it's because I'm an older generation. I, I still love the idea of going in and having a browse. Yeah. Oh, but, I do too. Yeah. Here, yeah. But also, I'm I'm also now part of that time. Everyone of us looks at our window to see if that DPD van is going to stop outside with the package you want. And, exactly. Um, yes. That's that's the world we're in now. And and and, yeah. and anyone anyone who's you know in their in their, you know it's not only strictly Generation Z millennials. Mm. Uh, anyone basically who's been shopping in the last year mm-hmm. will now come to expect certain things. So it's up to brands and retailers to kind of match that. So it's mm. it's a whole flux. It isn't just like yes, you're doing things on Zoom and. Yes, we're all mm-hmm. probably working a little bit harder than we probably should because we are at home and there's no distractions uh, as much. But the, the 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 business world will have to somehow kind of learn from this time and and you know go with the flow, and that's yeah. that's how it's gone. Absolutely, I, I suppose by the very nature of the fact that we've all been in lockdown and a lot more people are at home. Like I know myself, I'm finding I'm you know reviewing a lot more articles online or reading more. Like, have you found that? Um, more viewers online are commenting on your articles. There's more viewers coming to the site. Are, are you finding that? that, that? Uh, I think, the, yeah, I think there's definitely that because people, um, they want the knowledge and they want to share the knowledge. And I think, yeah, I think there's a, there's a greater interest in things. Uh, mm. Like we were all running around before that. Like yeah. I mentioned sitting two, three hours in the car you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I mean, I don't know what that does to people's internal organs all that time sitting there in a motorway. I, 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 I think that world. Um, I, I think we've become more curious, and we, mm-hmm. you know, because we have the tools there, we've actually had the time to actually search and read and, and investigate things. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's again where we'll have to start looking at, you know. What, what's what's work again? You know, is it just producing stuff or is it also employing a certain level of critical thinking um, mm. in telling fact from fiction um, better? I mean, you know, again, we, it's, a, it's a social media show we're on. And again, one of the travesties mm. of our time and one of the things that still pervades is the misinformation. Yeah. And, you know, like we know there's a whole element in Irish society that just wants to send the wrong information to the wrong people and only wants to um, inflame biases, etc. And I think, again, this time should also be an opportunity for people to kind of like look rationally at the world they're in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and kind of investigate, tell the difference between truth and lie much better. And I think I think having that opportunity to read and review is it's 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 a golden opportunity because you didn't, mm-hmm. if you're really honest with yourself, you didn't really have that time before. No, you know? I mean, like it's as you say, we're all rushing around, and you know, you're lucky to sit down and read something, uh, and then you to get distracted. Um, and and I think that's that 
that this time has got people to sort of reset and say, right, this is important. I have to do this. And I'm going to check up on that. And like go into your, your site where you mm. have the latest information. And sometimes it can be a little bit different what you put up, I think. Um, when it comes to like, for example, John, like, you know, what advice would you say if somebody wanted to write an article or create content for business, like blogs, um, mm. you know, what's your advice, especially at this time during COVID and beyond? Say? Um, I, I think I think be authentic. In all, okay. all things you do, I mean, um, this time people—the reason why I find people are sharing information more and more and have mm-hmm. time to read—but well, they're also craving that authenticity. And mm-hmm. there's a chance for you to use your voice. I mean, interesting enough, no one really talks about blogs like they used to. But certainly, mm-hmm. I saw the birth of podcasts and the death of podcasts and the rebirth of podcasts. Oh God, um, we better be careful, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, when podcasts came along, they were called podcasts because they were this new way of sharing. Uh, information on a, on a, an iPod, right? Mm-hmm. And the heads, hence the name pod. And you know they they were big in the start, or at least they were mm-hmm. they, they flared for a while. And I think after around two thousand between two thousand five until around twenty twelve or thirteen, when this thing called Serial came along, mm-hmm. you know, no one talked about podcasts. And now now podcasts are everything. For example, yeah, so yeah. there are yeah. so many different ways to share and, and engage with people. I, I think if you're creating content, I think you just need to find a way. If, if talking is your thing, then set up a podcast. If writing is your thing, you know, there's plenty of ways to do it. I think you need to look at things like how you write emotional, uh, put emotion into your articles and, mm-hmm. and, and, and engage with people. Yeah. Always, always start with a good anecdote, maybe, because um, people like to know, learn more about people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but then also then if you're being disciplined about it and, and if, you're, if you're doing it for your business, like, I mean, I call it the editorialization of business. So if you look at so many different companies out there today, they say they've taken on former journalists to write their podcasts and mm-hmm. write their ed, their um, blogs and write different things, mm-hmm. uh, books. Even I think one good example is John Collins, who um, has is just leaving um, Intercom, and he uh, joined Intercom. And part of when you see t- particularly the tech companies, they know that this term customer success is a very important thing, mm-hmm. um, and to basically in- encourage people to use the tools, learn how to use them right. A lot of the progressive tech companies are investing in, in, in more and more resources around things so people can read, uh, share information, disseminate and understand. So um, every business will have to somehow form a way of being good at content, you know. Mm. If, if you're making fizzy drinks, I don't know, or, or fashion, um, maybe you're designing something really, really great. And maybe people would love to have an insight into how you go about creating those amazing fabrics if you're making clothing, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so the journey, the journey to customer success, all of that, whether, whether you're making fizzy drinks, fashion or cigars or whiskey, uh, mm-hmm. The journey, the authenticity of what you're trying to do, or you're making craft beers. Maybe people would love to like know. Maybe mm-hmm. you're doing a video series on 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 how you built your business, and you know, just there's yeah. so many different ways. But it's it's also down to time because at the end of the day, every business is hard. And mm-hmm. I think there's also one of the things I've I've kind of kind of come full circle on is is um, startups weren't really mentioned in Ireland until around 2010, 2011, and like we always had people being entrepreneurs, but sometimes in Irish culture entrepreneur is almost a dirty word at times and then suddenly it became sexy and now we've got yeah. examples of the Stripe brothers doing all their thing yeah. mm-hmm. and that's great and that's great a lot of people want them to be entrepreneurs and saying I'm doing a startup but then most people realize also maybe like uh, less than 10% of startups ever succeed um, because mm-hmm. the reality is it's hard work it's very lonely um, it takes a long time to build something it takes a long time to build a brand you mm-hmm. need to, you know, to spend time. So content is part of it. Content is a very, a very valuable tool to help sell in the future. Um, it's a bit like uh, to put up, and I'm not going to say baking, Philip. Okay, it's a bit like the, it's <laughs> We've a bit covered like the, the baking. <laughs> We've covered that earlier. It a bit, it's a bit like the meat and the sandwich, isn't it? You know, um, it's giving people real substance uh, yeah. behind the business. Yeah, it, it adds yeah. to the substance. It, it gives you something mm-hmm. to sell in marketing. You, you know, yeah. again, using social media, it's a great way to get your word out there. Um, mm-hmm. As people get more and more curious, they'll learn more about it, and you could turn them into into customers. And that's yeah. where content and social media really work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's a very noisy space. There's so much to learn. I mean, if you yeah. told me in 2001 when I was editing like tech magazines, 
mm-hmm. that you know zoom forward a you know a decade or so you'd be suddenly mm-hmm. looking at google analytics and seo and mm-hmm. all of these different terms and you know it's 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 it, 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 it's a learning curve and i i can only i can only imagine where it could be in 10 years time but even looking at new platforms like clubhouse and yeah there's a new twitter tool i forget the name of <laughs> twitter spaces twitter spaces, twitter spaces yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, like they, 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 these again create you know people can be their own radio presenters in this sense or have their own podcast or show so there, there's hope mm. for you and i philip then absolutely yeah <laughs> you're already ahead of the curve from, you know, of, <laughs> we of just talk it. too much <laughs> No, but, but this, this is the thing. It's like, I mean, someone listening today will go, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i very interested in Irish whiskies and I think I'd love to have a clubhouse or a, or a Twitter mm. spaces conversation about, you know, uh, how to build a whiskey brand and just look at Conor McGregor having sold a company for 500 million. Uh, who, who'd have thought? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of scope. And the fact that we're all, like, I mean, if you go back 10, 15 years ago, you know, most of us were carrying kind of analog phones or kind of basic uh, yeah. phones that fairly could browse the internet over a very bad signal to today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I looked at my phone the other day and I did a, a, a network check because I'm a bit of a geek and suddenly I was getting 140 megabits per second and I'm in a little village in, in Mead. So yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> and I can get all the entertainment in the world. I can find out anything I want. But then again, another another thing that enters my head is like um, years ago, I would have imagined something like Spotify, you know, because it wouldn't be great to have mm. your favorite artists and all their songs. Yeah. And you just click a button and they're- Instead of having and to go out there. and buy in the CD or-, or the- yeah, or, or burn it onto 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 a mini disc, but yeah. then suddenly uh, you know you've all that choice, and then you don't know what the hell you're looking for because yeah. there's so much of it. So I it's, know, it's I know. You, yeah, it's like a rabbit hole, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and that is the big thing that myself and Emer do come across is that overwhelm because I suppose mm-hmm. since we've had the lockdown, you know, business owners are trying to, I suppose, keep their businesses afloat. And they're being bombarded to kind of mm-hmm. realizing that they have to get onto e-commerce and they need to be digital natives or digitally savvy, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like from what you've seen, John, with Think Business, et cetera, mm-hmm. do, you, do you come across like, is there sort of, say, frequently asked questions or challenges that business owners are raising or kind of content that seems to be kind of people are really have a strong appetite when it comes to e-commerce, whether it's sort of, you know, how to mm. set up an e-commerce channel, you know, how do I sell online, et cetera? Yeah, I, I think it's where to start. And, and I, I think um, more and more over the last year, I've been very impressed by the local enterprise offices and um, the mm. trading online vouchers. Now, mm-hmm. these are very small grants of about two and a half thousand. Uh, they won't build you a website. They won't do the big campaigns that, say, a, a big brand can do in a heartbeat, but um, they're a good place to start. And a lot of shared learning has been built in the last year alone. Um, Mm. I think like the sheer amount of companies that went from having no websites to suddenly selling online, um, interesting collectives coming together to sell craft beers, for example, um, butchers going online, uh, green grocers going online. um, Mm. It's because they had to. And yeah. I, I think um, if there was a rule of thumb, then it says, where do you start? I'd, I'd say, look, look at your entitlements to a trading online voucher. A two and mm-hmm. a half grand will help you mm-hmm. either plug into, into it, the, the shared learning, I think, that the Leos have gained in the last year must be something that must be tangible. Like mm-hmm. if you look at different companies, every company is different. And there's no shortage of people out there who will sell you a very expensive website to build. You know, oh, I know. they can, yeah. and and there's and, and there's so many social media ninjas, and you know all these different things. But the thing is, I'd say if you're if you're if you're trying to start, and you're let's say you're a, a mid-sized manufacturing company, or you're a, a retailer that you just want to get back on selling shoes, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know Facebook is fine, but doesn't exactly cut it. Yeah. You know, I, I actually know so many boutiques and, and shoe mm. shops that uh, they're dealing with their customers on a kind of a, like a one-to-one basis over Facebook Messenger. Um, mm-hmm someone's having a wedding and they, I need to buy a, sh- a shirt and I'll, I'll just message them. And, I, and that's great. And, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll make a sale, but they could be making a lot more sales if they had done it right. Yeah. And, true. and they're keeping the lights on. So, uh, rather than saying I'm an expert and I say, I know exactly what you need to do first. Sometimes I wouldn't even know myself. There's a lot mm-hmm. to do. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would say look into the shared knowledge that has been gained through the trading online vouchers, through the Leos. Every County has a local enterprise office, yeah. Uh, every business is entitled to apply for this, and um, it's you know it's 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 not it's not exactly a huge amount of money. Um, well, they but also have free mentoring hours as well. Um, exactly. John. So, exactly. Um, so all that knowledge will help you start. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's like all things though. You need to define what you need. So, what if you're selling mm-hmm. shoes? You know, 
look look at what you currently have. You probably have a Facebook page and people are asking when you'll ever open again or something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But look into the shared knowledge that's been gathered. I mean, a lot of lot of a lot of expertise. Uh, there's other organizations as well, the e-commerce association of Ireland, um, ECAI. Uh, have a they're 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 a wealth of knowledge. Um, there's some very clever platforms like um, I forgot the name of one there now, but uh, Pointy is another one. Uh, Pointy uh, helps you. It, it's basically if you're a, a, a you know a shop, and basically it helps you scan every barcode in your shop, and then you put that inventory online. So it could help drive fulfill to your business as well. Mm, very good. Um, mm. so there's lots of clever tools. Um, yeah. But it really comes down to I mean, a lot of people. You know, it's hard to hard to hard to be thinking of these things when you're swimming in a swimming pool full of crocodiles trying to keep your business alive and bills yeah. paid and staff paid. And the other thing that most people don't talk about, and I think they will, is when these uh, supports like the PUP payments all start to disappear. That's mm-hmm. when you'll see the real state of the Irish economy. And yeah. there's a yes. lot of businesses that have been kept going through this time or have kept employees on. Mm-hmm. And 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 the 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 real, the real situation will emerge when those supports go. And, and, you know, either we'll hopefully have a nice time when the economy reopens and everything will be great and people will be doing loads of business. But then again, there's mm-hmm. also talk of a recession and will we have a big recession after this? I don't know. No, no one can see into the future very clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's so true. We just have to see what happens, I suppose, really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, my, my rule of thumb on it is uh, look at that shared knowledge that's been gained by the, the, the mm-hmm. trading online vouchers through the Leos. I think that that'll be my first instinctive mm-hmm. uh, call for anyone who's trying to do it. And, like, you know, um, as we were saying, like, you know, social is such a noisy place, John. Mm. Um, you know, I know that Think Business is on, I'm not going to name them all, but I'm going to say Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, yeah. Do you find people are like engaging, okay, yeah. through the website, but also on social? And um, you know? Oh, yeah, mostly. I'd, I'd say LinkedIn is probably our, our most uh, obvious place because that's where people mm-hmm. kind of come back and share and actually reach back more. Okay. Um, I find Instagram is a surprise at times. I mean, you put something out there and suddenly mm. the, the response is almost instantaneous at times. And it's, it's quite, quite interesting how, how, how that works. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I find I find it I kind of, that's why I probably in, in, at the moment impresses me as a very honest, almost platform in, in the overall thing. Twitter is like shouting into a crowded street and seeing <laughs> yeah. anyone, anyone yeah. looks back. I, I mean, I, I use tools like uh, TweetDeck, for example, to get yeah. myself organized. Mm. And I look at TweetDeck and it's just like flowing along. It's like, no, no, no. I mean, how does anyone even have time to read a single tweet? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I know it's, it's, it's that's academic because I probably follow a lot of things and I'm followed by loads of things. But, you know, some someone, one person might have more time because they're only following 12 counts and therefore they can. But yeah. It, it's generally a noisy street and and um as a platform goes i mean it, it's it's really an added to a lot of new tools more in the last few years but its form hasn't changed much since it started no. uh apart from you know it used to be 140 characters it's a bit more than that now mm-hmm. um but it's still a crowded street and it's very hard for people i to, think it's because a lot of people would do research on it and then you know yeah. you'd have whatever's breaking news i mean like a certain president used it yes uh you know like it was like he as much as he breathed the air if you know what i mean yeah. um soapbox <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and uh and some small business owners will go oh should i be on it and i'll say look at least go on you know mm. use it for research because at least then you can tell what's happening and it could be relevant to your business where you yeah. wouldn't get that on facebook do, yeah. do you find that you you guys would use it for research to a degree, I, I do, I'd kind of use it to see if a company is still going. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I would search. I mean, it's, ah. it's a good way of finding out if a company is still active and talking about stuff. And, mm. you know, if, if, if there's no activity on their social media account for about a year, I'll go, that, I wonder if that company even still around, mm. you know, the kind of way. That's one That's very one way of doing it. That's a very journalistic way of looking at things. But the I find um, with Twitter, it's... It's still a it's still a messy place full of all kinds of arguments and uh, flare ups and it's all it's political. Mm-hmm. I, I think the audience it, it, it well a lot of people are on it. I wonder sometimes how many are using it. And then you kind of look at the 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 numbers of people using Twitter versus the sheer amount of people using Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. rising tools like. Sometimes you'd be forgiven for thinking that Twitter's only used by journalists and politicians and they're in their own bubble and that's suddenly the headline from the next day's paper or whatever because mm-hmm. somebody said something to somebody else or whatever. So Twitter's a strange tribe. Everyone has to be honest. Uh, I'm not convinced everyone's using it. What do you yeah. think, Philip? Are they using it? <laughs> well, do, do you know, I think I think Twitter has, like, certainly I joined Twitter back in 2012 
Mm. Um, you were a boy. I was, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, now I've become a man. Even, you know, <laughs> um, I'm a tweeting man, <laughs> uh, tweeting god. But, yeah. yeah, but it's funny. Uh, I have noticed Twitter has, even though the overall kind of functionality of it, yes, you've got uh, spaces, um, and fleets, fleets, etc. And mm-hmm. they had moments, and you, you, like there's still some basics that I'll still use, like creating Twitter lists, etc. Mm-hmm. But I have found that it has become a place. And you're right, John. It has become a place where it's almost like up to the minute news. And I find now that. For example, I will read articles maybe like from social media today mm-hmm. where it's like um, uh, f- Facebook um, is going to launch new creator tools in Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, that's just breaking news. And I'll just put that out on on Twitter. Um, but and I've seen that sort of the way it has changed, um, that it's become almost like a channel whereby it's about latest breaking news, maybe trending hashtags. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, whereas Facebook, you know, maybe a little bit more. Even that has changed completely. Like we can all see about organic reach has tanked to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. um, mm. Unless you're you're in a sort of a a niche, potentially maybe like mm-hmm. the the charity niche where you have a very strong connection on the human element um, mm. with your community, and suddenly then as I would have seen from my own experience working with charity clients and that post suddenly get huge reach and huge mm-hmm. engagement because what you're talking about is it has a sense of, of human, I suppose, empathy, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, like speaking of, of Instagram, um, like channels like TikTok and Snapchat never really, they never really caught my sort of my buzz. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm with yourself that, you know, Instagram is really, uh, a channel that I have started to really embrace more and more and on YouTube, you know, the video side. Um, like the way Instagram has suddenly, obviously has progressed on, uh, we have stories, etc. And obviously the big rival to TikTok is Instagram Reels, etc. Mm-hmm. Do you see from, I think, business perspective from the Instagram side or potentially those other channels do you think that you may expand your content into those type of posts or are you happy yeah. with where you currently are uh no there's a lot more we could do i mean at the yeah. moment currently as well i mean I'm, I'm limited by my um amount of resources i i mean i, I i'm running myself really running this operation yeah. within the bank but uh if i had more people i'd certainly deploy more people onto it if i could because it requires work i mean yeah. A proper to use social media properly, you need to kind of have a strategy and tactics and a whole checklist of things you need to do. You need to have, yeah. uh, you need to be able to reply to everyone. You need to check your mentions. You need to schedule your updates. You need to curate the right content to share. You need to follow new accounts that are right for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff is very, very disciplined. But um, as I said, I'm a one man band within the bank, so uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 pain, John. I, I, pain. I, I, I try to do it as best I can, and, and I think. Um, what I do try to do is try and post as regularly as I can. Uh, yeah. Like well, every story I write, for example, on Think Business will certainly go out on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, mm. I, I think with Instagram, you just have to be a little more careful. You, you can't do that the same way. Um, no. Yeah. So no. you yeah. can't you can't post a story every hour or every you know you, you just you just saturate your audience and no yeah. one will watch it or you know you won't get the same engagement. So I, I try to try to at least space it out a bit. Yeah. Uh, so when I do put something up, it's a bit more substantial. Like so, let's just say uh, out of every ten stories that might go out every week or on, on Facebook, well, I, I put them on the various socials. Uh, only one of those might go on Instagram because I was yes. trying to create some kind of uh, stickiness uh, mm-hmm. or something yeah. special out of it. And so I'm still kind of getting to grips with it really. Uh, but I think yeah. instinctively that's how I feel is the right way to go. And, and, you know, it's a special audience in that sense. And you don't want to alienate people by bombarding them. Of course. With Twitter, it, it would be forgiven because, you know, it's like blast, blast, blast. You're, in the, you're just jumping into the noisy street. Um, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. tweets only last about 18 minutes anyway, which yeah. people are shocked at. And they go, where do they go? And I went, well, they go down through the algorithm and, you know, they're not as live as, uh, as you would think were on Pinterest. Uh, it's about two years for a pin, you know. Wow. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, and that's again, I, I I rarely use Pinterest myself. Uh, I, I've, I've, it's again, it's about having the time. There's so many yeah. platforms, and yeah. uh, like as I said, if you looked at my work about say 20 years ago. Uh, or any any anyone who was in media, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you were in a newspaper, you might write a handful of stories a day uh, or a week, um, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, you're producing a magazine or a newspaper supplement. But today's journalist probably has to do all of that and do mm-hmm. social media and be on top of all these different things and probably have a certain amount of output. Um, so yeah, it's very hard. Um, I think. And then come to talk, come and talk with people like us. Yeah, well, it's, exactly, this, yeah. This, this is the nice bit of it. This is the nice. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. I like you, John. Yeah. I like you. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to keep on top of all of those things and do yeah. them well. So you have to pick your battles and oh, yeah. certain, and you have to rationalize how you go about things. So my, my strategy is uh, I, I, I certainly keep with the, the core socials and make sure mm-hmm. I put the, the, uh, reflect everything I do on a day-to-day basis on those socials mm-hmm. but with Instagram I would treat it very carefully I think mm-hmm. that's just a different medium it's really about the image and then hopefully mm-hmm. people will then follow um, I, I don't really use the stories component but I do think mm-hmm. that the nice thing about Instagram it, it's kind of almost um, it's a shame it's been swallowed by the, the Facebook beast Mm-hmm. is that uh, a lot of their innovations have been basically aped by everyone. It's been aped by mm-hmm. Facebook itself and everything mm-hmm. you see, all those innovations you're seeing on, on Twitter, they all happened before on Instagram a long yeah. time ago, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, but no, I think Instagram's, Instagram is probably the last pure social network that's left from the point of view of an audience that cares and about yeah. not being bombarded and responds to the merit of something. And it's usually an image that starts the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking with interest on Clubhouse and TikTok. I think TikTok's a lot of fun. It's a huge time suck if you get stuck into it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, mm. I, I, some of it's a bit same. It's the same joke. It's a bit slapstick. There's a, a huge amount of creativity on it too, though. Um, mm. It's great to see what kids can do with their cameras. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, And you've seen new kind of um, brands emerge and new kinds of uh, celebrities, I suppose, emerge. And it's just interesting seeing how it's being used. I see a lot of people just use it as something to rant into as well and say what's going on mm-hmm. in their life. The odd time you might see something heartbreaking that you go like, oh, that's that's a person talking about being aliens yeah. or suicide. So you, you know that rests your attention hugely. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's so many platforms, there will be so many more. I, I think yeah. the, the question is how the hell do you find all that knowledge and sift through it to find exactly what you really need, whether it's an uplifting story or a story that's going to help you do better business yeah. or, or you know uh, something that's going to inform your next um i don't know if you want to make an investment or something so yeah it's it's huge um what's happening out there but it's noisy it's very noisy yeah yeah i find there maybe i think it was when club heist sort of started to get more popular and i got on to it um um it's you know the audio angle was great because i philip knows i don't like going on camera um <laughs> so you could have a really bad hair day philip and yeah. no one would see you, but they can yeah. still hear you. <laughs> and um, it's an interesting platform, I think. It's a pity that uh, they haven't rolled out it to Android users yet. I don't know. We, oh, they, yeah. That, that was yeah. the thing. What struck me about Clubhouse, first of all, was obviously the, the strategy was invitation only. So you had to yeah. be invited only by someone who's on the network. Yeah. But then also the, the thing I found interesting was when I got on it, uh, mm-hmm. the sheer amount of things that were happening all at once like there was multiple and multiple things about uh, like obviously the first people onto it were obviously people who were in the tech world and they were talking mm-hmm. about investment and just seeing people talk about politics and uh diversity and, and different things but there was a lot happening already even though it's mm-hmm. on this um this apple platform ios now but i'm mm-hmm. sure it'll make its way to android but the other t- interesting thing that's happening out there and, and it's worth discussing also is the what Apple has done to 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 with its new iOS update and what yeah. potentially that could mean for 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 platforms like Facebook, so people can basically stop all these platforms from following you now or analyzing your what you're doing or following what you're clicking on, and that's hugely empowering for people, but I'd say yeah. hugely irritating for people like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's 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 a very interesting one. Like I even see it myself now um, with some of the the apps that I started to recently maybe download. I, I get mm. that that notification, you know. Do you want your data tracked or not? Da, 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 da. Um, and I think, I think time will tell. It's like a lot of things. I, I think uh, it put a, a greater emphasis then on people using Facebook advertising, for example, yeah. as to as to how they drill down into the sort of the the audience insights that Facebook will be able to. Um, there has been talk as well that for some campaigns you may 
only be able to, people may decide to only target certain ads to Android users because obviously it won't affect them as such. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting. I think it. I think time will tell as to how much has been affected. Like there is people as well are saying, like, you know, the, the uptake of people turning off the data tracking may mm-hmm. be minimal as well because people are kind of saying, well, I still want to be shown ads that could be relevant to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want my data to be tracked. So it, there's going to be pluses and minuses. There's going to be people who will still say yes. And there'll be people who maybe will say no. Which is going to make it difficult for small businesses, um, Philip, when it comes to, you know, um, creating ads, because then yeah. they'll wonder, this is going to get more and more expensive yeah. because mm, yeah. you have less and less people. Well, I suppose also when you talk about things like the funnel, I mean, you, you, mm. if you only have a certain amount of money to spend and you want to make sure your information is seen by the right people, mm-hmm. you know, though, though, a lot of that capability gets taken away yeah. as well. So that's, that's something that I don't think, uh, so there's a battle going on in Silicon Valley between Apple's version of what privacy is and Facebook's version of privacy. And I think mm. what's probably happened is, um, you know, Google and Facebook in their, in their hunger to take up snap of all the, all the, all the advertising revenue out there, mm. uh, they might've gone a bit too far and mm. didn't realize just how, you know, other people then will react to that. And, yeah. and I think f- 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 Apple's, Apple's taking the high road and it's, it's, it's a making a virtue out of um, making sure well, you're not going to be tracked if you don't want to be tracked and nothing, nothing, if you go, if you use our maps product versus Google maps, uh, no one knows where you are or what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm. Then again, conversely, people like Google and Facebook will say, well, the reason why, if we know more about you, we can probably provide you with better services. So Google Maps will help you find that service station that you need or, you mm-hmm. know, uh, get you out of, or help you with your navigation wherever you're going. So it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a hard one. But I think, I think the damage has been done um, because mm-hmm. of that free for all. Like one of the things that shocked the internet advertising world about, say, five years ago was the sheer amount of young people who were using ad blocker software. Mm. because they were tired of having their all the advertising pushed onto their phones and seeping their batteries and etc so suddenly yeah. it was like oh my god this ad blocking stuff is really bad because it's um killing our ways to make money yeah <laughs> but then again i would say as a journalist who has watched uh my entire industry that i love from magazines to newspapers and radio mm-hmm. be decimated because they basically have created this platform and you can either say it's the media company's fault for not moving fast enough or simply, but the fact is they, these companies have made billions and billions and billions of dollars, uh, basically replacing things like what was things like the classifieds and, you know, so it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it, we're, we're in a very interesting time, but the thing is the ultimate loss really is traditional media and people's ability to create content in the way they used to, because it's costs mm. money. Yeah. It is. I think it's a challenge now. Again, as I say, you know, um, uh, as Philip would say, Facebook is very much pay to play mm. uh, to be seen, and visibility is going down, down, down. Unless you pay, pay, pay. So, um, how are you going to do? As I say, if they're going to reduce your ability to target people um, mm. with ads, uh, you know, it's going to be harder for the small businesses to afford to advertise. Well, that, that's it. And again, you know, the, the fact is that most of these small businesses still haven't gotten their heads around mm. how, how these platforms work. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of these tech companies, uh, they're made, they're built by engineers for engineers. And mm. uh, often a lot of the problems people had with these companies, whether it was privacy or whatever, was because mm-hmm. it's bloody hard to understand all the settings, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, um, there was changes there when it used to be classic Facebook and then they changed it to new Facebook. Mm. And then you'd go to leave before you so you could just go and look both are you leaving new facebook because there are missing features to go back to classic facebook and i was there going oh yeah because they you know there were certain sections the about section would be missing that would be helpful for your keywords and all that kind of thing they removed that and i i was quite disappointed because i thought mm. higher and how's anyone supposed to give an overall picture about themselves in the about section if you don't have much of an about section there you yeah. go. So they, they, they basically, what happens with the tech companies, and it's well explained to me by someone from Google once, um, if you think of the Roman legions, uh, vast numbers of people moving in a certain direction and they send scouts out in different directions, mm-hmm. whatever direction the scouts didn't come back from, they didn't go in that direction, right? Yeah. It's because that's the only way not to get completely destroyed. And tech companies are very unsentimental 
creatures. Um, I used to love various problems. Like there used to be a Google, a Google used to have a lovely thing called Google Reader. It was a great way of f- finding your way to s- manage all this, this information, all the articles mm. you want to read. They wasn't making them any money. They just killed it. Um, Facebook yeah. famously killed the like button. Well, the like button's still there, but the, 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 the counter that used to be on it, every, yeah. every, every, every media yeah. site had a way. It was a great way of seeing just how many people interacted with a story. Mm-hmm. That's gone because simply it's mm. just not something Mark Zuckerberg and his, his, his accounts care for. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's the thing they're very unsentimental and they will keep moving and they will keep changing and the, the battle will be keeping up with all that yeah. and so as the world the media world is ever changing and we could talk I'm sure for another hour Philip couldn't we Absolutely. Um, is there anything else coming up with Think Business and if anybody would like to contact you John where can they find you <laughs> right well I'm uh, we're, we're in the middle of a redesign at the moment and oh, all, all will exciting. be revealed uh, and, and right. much needed a much needed overhaul and uh, mainly the, the purpose really for Think Business is to provide businesses with objective informative and actionable mm-hmm. information so they can just simply do business brilliantly so mm. my, my main thing will be to always keep highlighting examples of companies are doing interesting things um a lot more how-to information a lot more um case, case studies um but ultimately we want to be a resource for that kind of information mm-hmm. so to be better at doing business that's where you come and and basically if you want to reach out to me the best thing is just email uh, john.kennedy3 at boi.com is the best you can also follow mm-hmm. me on social media i'm uh, at mr john f kennedy uh, on twitter um so yeah may, I'm, I'm always open to ideas I, I love hearing about new companies i particularly love hearing about companies that want to scale um mm-hmm. so startup is so great to a point um but i want to hear about companies that aren't just happy to reach a certain level and just survive i want to hear about companies that want to export and want to grow and, and actually want to do things in a world-class way so get the best out of your people train them for better if you're a, a business and you're thinking about the future how are you how are you looking at succession are, are you mm-hmm. are you making sure that your best people are trained up and skilled up uh so it's really about raising the bar and uh, the purpose of Think Business really is to help you help you do business brilliantly. Well, I tell you, I can't wait to see what unfolds there. So uh, will you come back and give us a bit more detail? Um, Happily to, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. You know? I'll get another joke for you, John. <laughs> no, keep, no, keep, don't keep, do no, that. No, no. Keep no. the funnel out of us, okay? Keep the funnel, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll plug that. Keep the funnel, no, hold on. Leak, he, keeps you know? the fun, he keeps the funnel out of it as it is, but anyway. Um, but thank you very much, John. You've been no great, you know? Thank you. No, it's been, it's been great having you, John. Fantastic chat today. And, mm-hmm. um, and all I have to say now is if you enjoyed today's show you can catch it again and the other shows on the let's get social show podcast on podbean itunes spotify and of course on the dublin south fm website so please do download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode and all the stuff to say is i've been philip twy for the curly marketer and i've been emer duffy of fit social media and we'll see you again soon for more let's get social see you then bye